Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David continues his Bible study from the book of Hebrews, chapter 6. We are convinced of better things concerning you, the things that have to do with salvation. God is not unjust, he will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. We want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. Now please join David as he teaches from Hebrews chapter 6. Now the whole question here, and I, I, I can assure you that I battled this out so many times with my father. It's the whole question of some people teach and say that once you're saved, you're always saved, you cannot lose it. Now, (laughs) the number of evenings that I argued with my father of this uh, (laughs) meant that it really became very firmly fixed in my spirit because he, and of course he came out of the Welsh Revival and the early teaching, the very wonderful teaching of those days, What he said was this, it's very clear that although Scripture says clearly, none shall pluck them out of my hand, which is a clear statement, no person, no demonic power, not even Satan himself can take you out of the kingdom of God. But if you willfully deny the blood of Christ, if you turn your back on God, then, unfortunately, it's impossible for those who have entered into the experience and been enlightened, if you do that, to renew your salvation. In fact, discussing it with my father, he agreed with me that it is an extreme measure. And in his own case, unfortunately, he said one of his own brothers, and they must have grown up, I don't know so much about the background, but they must have grown up in a very close relationship with God. But he said one of his own brothers turned away, denied the truth, and is guilty of trampling underfoot the blood of Christ. But it's not easy. It's a very rare experience, fortunately. But it really comes down to the position that this is not just simply a a backsliding or, as unfortunately some do, which is to, just for a brief period, go back into sin, there is a repentance for that sin. Because that's why the scripture is absolutely clear, and Paul is so clear when he says that Christ lives to make intercession for us. And in the previous chapters, I've shown you that Paul says that Christ 
was subject to the same weaknesses and temptations that we are. And look, I'm not perfect. And since I came to Christ, yes, I've made many mistakes. I've done things that I should not have done. And there are three kinds of sin. There's sin of commission, that's things that you do deliberately, but there's also sins of omission, where you fail to do what you should do. But there is repentance and there is forgiveness because that's why it's the humanity of Jesus who's in the kingdom, the very humanity of Jesus who is pleading before his Father for us, Lord, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. But the difference here if you're looking at verse 4, it's impossible for those who have matured and understand, who've received the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's impossible if you, from that stage, absolutely deny Christ. You trample underfoot the blood of Christ and you put him to an open chain. But this is not easy to get that far down. I don't want to frighten you. I just want to warn you that Paul has to deal with this issue because there are some who name the name of Christ and then turn away and deny him and deny salvation. Unfortunately, if you go that far back, it is impossible to come into the kingdom. Paul puts it in a slightly different way in verse 7, where he says, Land that drinks in rain falling on it and produces a crop useful for those for whom it's farmed and who receive the blessing of it, spiritually, if you have that experience, then, despite the fact that there can be problems in the crop, uh, the wheat and the tares, if it, you look at verse 8, land that produces thorns and thistles is worthless and in danger of being cursed, and in the end it will be burned. What is Paul saying here? What he's doing is simply a comparison between farmed land that's farmed effectively and produces a crop and land that receives just the same rain from heaven and just the same sun that the good, healthy land receives. But if that land produces no fruit and no effect, then it's cursed and burnt. So this literally is a description of our Christian lives, and I'm going to come on to that even more deeply in a few moments. You see, it's, it's very, very clear that having found Christ, we have to live at that Christian life. 
it, it's, it's an active life to produce fruit. And if I give you a very simple illustration, it's in Mark 11, you know, the scripture when the disciples were hungry coming out of Jerusalem. They were on the Mount of Olives and they were looking for some food and Jesus saw the fig tree. And there was no fruit, only leaves. Yeah, it wasn't dead. It was alive. There were leaves, but there was no fruit. And Jesus cursed it and it died. Now, that is a very clear indication of what Paul is saying here, that if we live and in our so-called Christian lives there's no evidence, no fruit, then we come under the curse. There should be the evidence in our lives. It's going on. It's, it comes out again. And th this, is, this is so important because even Peter queried why Jesus cursed that tree. But he cursed it because it had leaves and no fruit. And there is a danger with some people, even in the church, who produce a lot of oh, leaves, a lot of shout, a lot of emotion, a lot of talk, but yet don't produce any consistent fruit from their lives. They fall under the same problem. Will you help us support Ukraine? Working with churches, pastors, and chaplains living in Ukraine, our goal is to support internally displaced persons, the vulnerable, the sick, and the wounded still living in the besieged cities of Ukraine. As you listen to this podcast today, our staff are helping people who live near the front line of this war. We are providing humanitarian aid, supplying first aid kits, providing spiritual aid through the distribution of Bibles and the support of chaplains and pastors. And we are also providing accommodation to displaced persons. People need relief, but they also need to have peace, safety and hope. That is why victory is our key and strategic goal. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. In David Hathaway's new book, A Firm Foundation, Strength for Now and for Eternity, David will guide you through the Apostle Paul's letters to the Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. David has written this book to strengthen your faith at a time when everything around us is being shaken. Join David as he delves deep into the truths of the Bible. Order David's book, A Firm Foundation, by visiting our website, eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.
www.thinkbigfoot.uk. Thank you again for listening.